0: I'll give you two-to-one odds that your boat sinks. I'll take that action. This week on the Story Song
1: Podcast. Now hear the tale.
2: Hey,
3: everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan Mackinac. I'm Rachel Oakes. And
4: I'm Michael Gazelle.
3: Every episode, we walk you through a story song. And this week, mm-hmm. we're doing a song by, um, oh, Rachel, you didn't fill in. It just says the band here. Uh, <laughs> Did you, you not know, you know the name?
0: Oh, the name how, em- of the band. how embarrassing. Who's on first? Uh. Am I
1: right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh we're doing the song evangeline mm-hmm. uh by the band and Lou harris yes uh their forces combined um <laughs> form captain planet but uh rachel mm-hmm. why don't you tell us a little bit about the story of uh of this song
0: well this is a maritime song mm-hmm. uh this is we about a lot a, of uh, those well, I know. This is the story of Evangeline, yeah. um, who is in love with a riverboat gambler. He went off to make his fortune, and she waited for him. And one fateful night, during a storm, she watched as the uh, boat that he was on, I guess, crashed and sunk to the bottom of the of the river. Mm-hmm. It's peppy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And there's one little, uh, one little kind of narrative trick here, uh, uh-huh. which we'll discuss. But at least for me and Rachel, I, I know you've heard this song a million times, so yes. uh, maybe you had forgotten uh, this. But um, the first time I heard it, they talk about how the Mississippi Queen stole her man away. Yes. And I thought that that was a woman that that a, oh. that a Mississippi Queen had stolen the man away. Oh. Only to the very end to discover that the Mississippi Queen. Is the boat, and that the yes. boat is sinking, and it's taking her man away. Now, maybe someone who is more familiar—spoiler alert. <laughs> well, maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe people are a little bit more familiar with like I don't know river boats would know that yeah. Mississippi Queen. I guess is kind of like Fido for a dog. Like every, I think
0: so like every third <laughs> so.
3: paddle boat was called the Mississippi yep. Queen. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So perhaps you were supposed to have already figured that out, but uh, to me that came as a little bit of a twist. Um,
0: quite the twist
3: yeah yeah well I thought you know I thought this was like um, you know I thought this was like uh, oh my god why am I blanking on the the Dolly Parton song where the where she's worried about oh Jolene Jolene. I thought it was like a Jolene where (laughs) dark lady yeah yeah where she was upset that her her man had had left her for another woman but only discovered that the woman was the boat and yes. the cheating on her was him slowly drowning in the
4: <laughs>
0: Yeah. In the she river. said, how can you do this to me?
4: <laughs> well, what's nice is that, you know, the less you know about things, the more right. surprises there are. That That's how, right? I, that's how
3: I live my life. <laughs> yep. yep. Every day is a surprise.
0: Uh, um, and Michael, you. The news comes on. Dan's like, don't
3: tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm binge-watching it uh, from the beginning, so don't spoil anything. I'm on I'm on 1982. I'm on Everard
0: Murrow. How far do I have to go? I, I uh, yeah, yeah Does it get better from there? Oh, it doesn't? No, oh, no. Oh, shoot.
3: Oh, no. All of history is a horrible slide into... <laughs> into the great into, abyss. Of- into misery? Oh, great. I'll say this, though. My money's on the USSR. I think they're definitely going to win this thing. Uh, I don't see how they don't. I don't know.
2: Wait for man, a river boat gambler, said that.
3: Michael, uh, yes. you touched on this real quick. But let's talk about it. What is it about the ocean that what inspires it- so many story songs? Because there are a lot of maritime story songs. Is it just yeah. how tiny you feel
4: standing in front of the ocean? I mean, you just wrote another story song, so oh, yeah, yeah. I guess okay. So. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 a man versus nature thing. It's a. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, this the size and the scale of the ocean. A couple of the ocean songs that we've done, this one I think included, are a little old timey sounding. Yes. But I
0: will say, I will say this: this is um, this is first of all not an ocean song, mm. and I think we've only done one true ocean song, which was Mariner's Revenge.
4: Well, that's more this a whale a, song.
0: This is that's a whale song, but it's well, also a. I mean, a, it's an ocean song and brandy. But it's
4: a, I mean, but I know. This is a, yeah.
0: This is a river song. Right. And then the Edmund Fitzgerald that we did in our first mm-hmm. run, that's a lake song.
3: Yeah, you're right. You got me there. You're, and then- You're really slicing that onion thin. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what-
3: uh, I This song clearly, clearly was takes seated. place in a bog, so- <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: I mean, I want to be factual, okay? Yeah, yeah. No, that's all I'm saying is I want to be factual.
3: Well, whether I am- The other thing is that- Well, first of all, I think you know the ocean or whatever, or water, just sort of gives a sense of adventure, right? I think especially- Yeah sort of yeah. our ancestors, of you know, you're one place you're going to another. The other thing is that whether and I, danger and danger. Well, that was something to say was whenever I am on a boat, whether it is a giant, massive cruise ship or a little like um, you know rowboat or whatever, I always have this this feeling of how insane it is that there's just a thin little strip of wood between me and the water, right? Because yeah. it's really weird how you're just like you know, because the water. You get the feeling the, the water really wants you to go in, right? <laughs> and drown. Mm-hmm. It's like, the water's like, I'm so close. I'm right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I yet, will say this though, And Dan, just this is one I little think... thin of, you know, level, la- layer of fiberglass or whatever is stopping you from going into the water. Yes,
4: Michael. I think you need to be on better made ships.
1: I I agree with you.
0: I'm just saying it is weird. Those balsa how, wood ships are yeah. yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. stop going on those balsa
4: like, cruises. Yeah. yeah how yeah, thin yeah. a piece of wood is between you and the water because they but didn't I'm make just, that boat right.
3: Well, I'm just but I'm saying you know if you're in one of those like little rowboats, there's just you know there's like a, a an eighth of an inch thick piece that's stopped between you and the ocean. I'm just saying it's it's yeah. you know it is sort of insane. It's one of those things that's insane when you think about it, right? Because you could go like hundreds of miles on the water, you know, and, and it's just weird that, you know, you're going to just kind of float on top the whole way uh, yeah. until you get to the other side. But. And there's, and not there's only so, that, so just much how... of water that
0: we don't... There's so much of, like, the ocean and everything we just do know, not know anything about. Yeah. And water in general... Listen, every body of water w- wants, wants to kill you. Oh, yeah, no. It wants you. <laughs> there are no gentle bottles, bodies of no, water. No,
3: no, 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 no. Yeah. Every puddle you pass on the street wants you dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It wants you to fall face first and drown in that puddle.
0: You know what? You know what raindrops are? Tiny bullets. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and we let that stuff in our house. Guys. In our house. <laughs> guys, if you have a bathtub and that bathtub can be filled with water, you have a ticking time bomb in your house. Y- and I'm just going to say that. Yes.
4: Be um, careful.
1: I've seen ghostbusters too.
3: You are letting the enemy in.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> anyway
4: stay dirty my friends (laughs) that is (laughs) and that is why anyway
3: that's our new slogan that is why I never (laughs) bathe thank you for coming to my TED talk now on slide number one uh okay so anyway
0: this song is called Evangeline
3: yeah 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 yeah. oh (laughs) we
4: talk about songs
3: so let's uh let's start here at the top um and uh she stands on the bank of the mighty Mississippi alone in the pale moonlight waiting for a man a riverboat gambler said he'd return tonight so h- how does this work exactly and what <laughs> what i'm asking is is that I, I like okay so he gets on a boat mm-hmm. right she's standing on the shore of the river and she can see the boat from where she is, right so does the boat just like yeah but i'm what i'm asking is does the boat just kind of like take off from the dock and like just do like a tiny little circle in the water like where is the boat I guess what I'm asking is why isn't the boat like sailing away from her down the river to a point where she can no longer see
4: the boat does I that think make sense it, I, th- I feel like yeah. it did I think she's just waiting for it to return to a point where she can see it okay
0: oh so it's coming back so it's actually that's back. a good point I never even thought about that it's coming back to her okay I don't yeah, know I- I've never I seen it- showboats so I don't know how <laughs> riverboats work
4: Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, the Mississippi is big. It is very big. (laughs) So presumably it left wherever she is, Mm -hmm. went out, did its thing, and it's coming back. And she's waiting for the guy.
0: Well, I think also those riverboats would make little like overnight like party, maybe like a party boat. Okay. They'd like go overnight to another stop and then come back.
3: So it was almost like a little cruise. Yeah, it's
0: like it's a little, like, it it's it's a little cruise. But a lot of it was specifically for gambling cuz there were
3: there was no there were no rules on the boats. Right, but that that was my question. So, I understand that you could have gambling on a cruise ship, right? Cuz you're in the middle of the ocean. And there's right. there's no laws cuz there's no countries. But like surely on the Mississippi, you are pursuant to the laws of whatever state you happen to be in at the time like, that the that the river is in, right? You can't just be yeah, like, but I get the feeling oh, I've this gone is... five inches into the water, so now there are no laws. I can murder at <laughs> right. will.
4: Like, what? The Mississippi
0: is
3: huge, though.
0: It is huge. Like, you can't see it side side
4: to side. I mean, is that know? is that the idea? that I think this, you can in Minnesota.
3: Was it just that... Well done. Was it just that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it just that it was sight unseen? That, 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 like, you couldn't prove there was gambling going on on the boat because you couldn't see it, so there was like... There's nothing anyone could do about it, or was there like a law that's like as long as you're on the river,
4: maritime law, man. Every anything goes.
0: I think it's yeah. I think it's I think it is like <laughs> maritime
3: <laughs> maritime law. Uh, that sounds. Um, that seems like a real stretch of the law. Again, <laughs> that that seems like I can the, stand in my bathtub and be like, "Hey guys, s- maritime law. You can't touch me. Sorry." <laughs> so,
0: the, it's it's true. It is like basically, um, it was riverboat casinos were approved in the late in. No, that's not right. Uh, They were approved when um, gaming was prohibited on land, and as long as they went away from the dock, they were allowed to gamble only when they were sailing.
3: Interesting. Yeah.
4: All right. All right. Well, that answers. And I get, I kind of get the impression that this is, this isn't like a contemporary story. I feel like it's like in whenever Showboat takes place. I think that's when this takes place. Mm -hmm. Right. This is about Captain Andy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, a- <laughs> I mean, I think at some, like, at some point. Evangeline
4: is Ava Gardner. I'm doing it. There, it's a whole showboat. There you thing.
3: go. Well done. Well done. Thank you. You guys done with the.
0: Yep. Okay, good. Yeah, we're um, going to come back to it. And that's our musical
3: <laughs> interlude. <for the laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm even more lost than normal. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there a musical about this? Yeah, Showboat. The showboat. Never heard of it. All right. I was going to say, uh, I think this is definitely an old-timey song because I believe around the 1920s, they outlawed calling it the Mighty Mississippi. Um, <laughs> 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 That's how you know that it's old-timey? When they yeah. were just like, man, this river, huh? Is this the craziest thing you've ever seen? By the way, I've never left 40 like... miles from my house. So this is, this, is, this is literally the most insane thing I've ever seen. Guys, yes, this is so a Deep river. It's a river. And you guys, it is a oh, real big. Uh, you might even call it a, mighty. a big. Uh, <laughs> so, somewhere
4: around 1920, somebody yeah, yeah. was was getting onto one of these showboats, and and someone said, "Ah, oh, you're gonna travel on the mighty Mississippi." Yeah. And he said, eh, "I've seen mightier." Yeah. And then from that point forward, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one was allowed to call it the mighty. They were
3: Mississippi. like, "That was it." He's, he's got a point. He's got a point. Um,
4: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like the, the pretty good
3: Mississippi. I mean, we all feel pretty stupid for calling it the mighty Mississippi. Now, now that, now that this guy said that there's better ones out there. So she's waiting. Now, why doesn't she go on the boat? I guess probably because women couldn't go on the boat. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, answer, I mean, it's, I answered my own question.
0: He's got his. Yeah. He's got his work to do.
3: <laughs> right. 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 And he doesn't need some broad around like fogging up his head. Right. He's got to <laughs> he's got to focus on the gambling. Um, he, he can't
0: be bogged down. Right. Right. Yeah.
3: right. And by the way, I'm speaking in the parlance of the times. Do not think that I'm saying Of course. That. I'm saying that's what, that's what he would be thinking, right? Yeah. Um, so, okay. So he gets on the boat. He's gambling, gambling, gambling. Now, she's he's got to be a pretty good gambler because she is confident that he's coming back with money, right? Like pretty much every time I, he does this, he comes back. He's got a ton of money to spend on her.
0: And he's bringing it back to her. Yeah. Right, right, I right. mean, I don't think she's a gold digger. I think
3: she's also excited for him that. to come I'm back. Just saying that, but- I'm just saying that gambling is not like a, you know, a guaranteed thing. Like Yeah, no. she's
4: she's not worried that he's gonna like lose the house.
3: Right. Right, right. Like she she, you know, he would uh well let's see. So uh he said he returned tonight, right? So okay, mm-hmm. so I guess that's what it is. So this is like a this is like a multi day trip, right? Right. On this boat. He's gambling, gambling, gambling. He's going to come on mm-hmm. back tonight, and he's going to have a bunch of money, presumably. They yeah. used right. to waltz on the banks of the mighty Mississippi. Um, that sounds like it would be difficult. Sounds like there'd be a lot sounds of- Sounds
0: very- It's- Yeah.
3: What was I saying, it but- sounds dangerous. Yeah, and there'd be a lot of mud involved, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know how hard it'd be to waltz.
0: One, two, three. My foot stuck. Three, three. <laughs> three. One, uh, two. Three. It's
4: dangerous. It's yeah, a yeah.
0: mighty river.
4: Couple yeah. of broken ankles.
3: You're yeah, going to yeah. get hurt. Um, and loving the whole night through, if you get the picture, I'm winking at the microphone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so the riverboat gambler went off to make a killing and bring it on back to you. Now, here's a question. Mm -hmm. The, uh, the, what do you call that? The, the perspective seems to have changed. It's coming on back to me because we were talking about this woman uh, and now, well, I'm Oh yes, they used, right. They used, They're not saying you used to dance. They're saying they used to dance, or they used to waltz on the banks of the mighty Mississippi, uh, loving the whole night through till the riverboat gambler went off to make a killing and bring it on back to you. Not her. Yeah, it's like
0: right. a weird. It's like a weird tense.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I have a theory about that.
3: Okay. Okay.
4: Um, it rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, get, uh, getting
3: right to the point,
4: you know. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And more- <laughs> Usually we make up a bunch of fake reasons and then and then say the real one. But apparently Michael's got a hot date he's got to get to tonight, so we're just
4: speeding
3: <laughs> through this.
4: Uh, I'm sorry. Did you want to do a whole thing? We can do a whole thing.
3: Critique from
0: myself. <laughs> uh, it
3: freaking
0: rhymes. <laughs> what do you want? It
3: <laughs> It's a song. It goes boop 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 boop, and
4: then there's a rhyme.
0: What do you want from the guy for crying out wow.
4: loud? <laughs> I mean, we could do we could do. Let's do a whole thing. Do a whole thing. No, no, no.
3: It's, I, I apologize. No, you're right. You're it's right. great. Michael. You're right. I mean, it, it, it is perfect.
4: Yeah. I mean, I do kind of like it actually because it's like. Well, what is actually interesting? If you want me to like BS an answer, yeah, please. Maybe. <laughs> please. because it, it does shift tense. mm Hmm. Bring it on back to you, and then the chorus goes, Evangeline, Evangeline. Right. So it starts with the narrator right. talking about her, and then it almost flips to talking to her. Right. And then right, it goes right. back, but, I yeah. mean, it rhymes, like, whatever.
3: Uh, yeah, and then the, or, or it's like the narrator has, like, conjured Evangeline in front of them, you know, and is, and is mm-hmm. speaking directly directly to her
4: or it could be like a contemporary narrator talking about this thing that happened back in the time of showboat and uh which makes it a little bit more mysterious and makes the the shift of tense sound i don't know ghost story ish
3: right or it's Mm -hmm. the thing where you know the the narrator has thought about the about the story so much that he or she like you know almost feels like they know evangeline like they're talking and he, he
4: could talk directly to her right also, um, it rhymes, so... Okay. Oh, okay, that's a good point. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> that's so valid. That. That's yeah. a valid
0: point. Evangeline,
1: Evangeline is the soul of the Mississippi Queen
3: That pulled her man away Now, this was the part where I thought she was talking about a woman, a Mississippi Queen. Gotcha. Who had pulled her man away. And I was like, damn, that's hardcore. Because she's not just cursing this woman. She's cursing her soul. Oh, she yeah. wants yeah. her to go straight to hell. But right? uh, now I guess the boat's going to hell. So that's weird. Uh yep. wherever well, I think boat, it did, didn't wherever, it? Yeah, well, but I'm saying once it sank, it went to wherever boat hell is.
0: But I wonder if, and it's, it's interesting because you think to yourself, is, is the chorus building... So is she cursing the soul of the, of the Mississippi queen that pulled her man away? Is that because he's going away again? Or is this just a regular refrain after she's like looking back about the fact that he's already
3: drowned? Do you I know mean, what I mean, that's a good point that yeah. that yeah. she's at first she's upset just that he's leaving. Right. Right. That because 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 he's got to gamble even though he comes home with money. Yeah. Right. He, he's he's. Oh, you know, he's a gambler. He's, he's got
0: to go. He's yeah. ad-
3: he's addicted. Um, yeah, you know, he—they don't have a hotline number he can call, uh, right? For for gambling, <laughs> he's got to make the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's
0: got That's how he makes his money. I guess. Meanwhile, true. people who make their money gambling, crazy.
3: This is what this is the point I was making. Nikki before.
0: Arnstein from Funny Girl. Yeah, yeah.
4: I, mean, I was I was actually going to say that, but I I didn't want to. And people do it. The Is this guy Nikki Arnstein?
0: And, yeah, right. People do it. Yeah, that's people the crazy are part. professional gamblers. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah.
3: Although I heard an NPR story many years ago uh-huh. about a professional gambler, and it was wild. Uh, really? Just, I mean, this particular person, first of all, they were, like, banned at every casino. They lived, <laughs> in, they lived in Vegas as, and worked as, like, a cab driver. Um, this is probably, like, 10 years ago, and I think the story was even old at that point. But um, they worked as, like, a taxi driver, but it had been banned at every casino. But, like, would be like, oh, yeah, I made $2 million yesterday. And then the next night, I lost it all. It's nuts. Like, and it was like, now I have to make like a thousand dollars tonight driving a cab so I can buy my way back into this poker game, so I can hope well, to make another like two million or whatever. And,
0: and, and the crazy thing is, um, okay, so I I watched Funny Girl recently, but mm-hmm. Nikki Arnstein, who is he's Fanny Bryce's love interest, okay. but he's a he's a professional gambler, and he says a line, and they don't talk about it much, but he says. I lost everything except the shirt on my back and my gambling money. So he lost money, but he still had money because he's a gambler. Do you know what I mean? So he had ga- money that he couldn't touch because that's his gambling money. So he lost his regular money, but not his gambling money. It's crazy. That's weird. <laughs> like his bankroll. Right, right, It was. It, it caught me. Like I was like, wait a minute. He just said, end my gambling money. Yeah. It's weird.
4: Hey, I've know. got a question. Okay. Yeah. Dan, the story you just told it was about a guy who was banned from a casino Mm -hmm. and then had to go to work as a taxi driver. Okay. Was it Robert De Niro?
3: (laughs) I mean in the movie Taxi Driver, he is not uh, banned from a casino and that he works. Well what about the movie Casino? (laughs) In the movie Casino, he owns the casino. So but
4: Are they not the same movie? Is one a sequel?
3: To answer your question, <laughs> uh, yes, it was Robert De Niro. Uh, guys, okay, he has right. no, guys. He has what a life. He has a vicious gambling problem. It is, it is really bad. Why do you think he made Rocky and
4: Bullwinkle? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie.
3: Eh. Is it?
4: Pretty sure he won an Oscar for that. <laughs>
1: ah.
0: His daddy gambled. His daddy's daddy gambled. His uncle's gamble. Yeah. He's got it.
3: Everybody he's, gambled.
0: He's a gambler through and through.
3: Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. He was just, you know, every morning he'd just wake up and being like, ah, oh, man, I can't wait till someone invents football because I am going to gamble right. on that. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna so be great. So, good. so now Evangeline, speaking of Maritime mm-hmm. songs, she's from the Maritimes, wherever yes. that is. I don't know. I well, don't know I'll, what that means. I can tell you. Okay.
0: But we can wait, or we can a- wait till the end. But oh no, let's wait till the
3: end. I like. Okay, that.
0: great. And they do say Evangeline from oh, the Evangeline. Maritimes. Okay.
3: Oh. Okay. Which is
0: a cute little wink.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Also, it kind of rhymes. That's what I'm gonna say. This goes back to Michael's theory. I'm just like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. As long as it rhymes, uh, it works. <laughs> All right. So Evangeline from the Maritimes, uh, was slowly going insane. And for very good reason. Because high on the top of Hickory Hill, she stands in the lightning and thunder. And down on the river, the boat was a sinkin', And she watched that queen go under. So Oof. she's standing up Sad. on a hill. Yeah, She can see the river below. And she knows that her man, Bayou Sam, is on that boat. And that mm-hmm. boat's going down. And there's nothing she can do about it. Nope. She can't. It was like thunder. It was like lightning. <laughs> the, the, way, the, way the way you love me is frightening. frightening. <laughs> she was going to knock, knock, knock on wood. On wood. What it wasn't going to do any good. Because you, Sam was drowning in the mighty Mississippi. Um,
1: yeah.
4: She just watched that lightning striking. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And again. Ding- <laughs> Um, can you imagine that? The, uh, just watching that. So nope. I, I, I'm imagining that the lightning, lightning hit the the boat, and that's why it went under. Because yeah, not just go, is it or is it just going down in the storm?
3: Well, I think it's just a storm. I mean, it could be. What happened to the Edmund Fitzgerald? It just randomly went down as well. Uh, I don't remember if we got an answer on that. I don't remember I either. Mean... I don't know if it said why it sank, but. Yeah, I, I, I mean, again, I think this is, you know, this is just a storm. And look, guys, it was a long time ago, so uh, it right. didn't, <laughs> didn't take much for a boat to sink back then. Nope. Uh, nope. Yeah, this if
4: was... we're looking at, like, the mid-1800s, late-1800s, like, there were just maritime right. disasters.
0: Yeah, yeah. They were like, well, it was your fault for being on a boat. I don't yeah, know what yeah. to tell you.
3: <laughs> like, they basically were just, like, a few, like, decades out from, like, hey, you guys know this wood stuff floats? What if we, like, put it in the water? (laughs) Pretty cool. Um, And then we could gamble, and then we just got to wait for someone to invent football, and we
4: are off to the
3: races. Back on land. Yeah, 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 back on land. Uh, Gambling from the
4: comfort of our home.
3: Guys, what if, like, gambling on a boat is pretty awesome, but what if there was a place where there was literally no water, and we gamble there? (laughs) Think about that. (gasps) Wait, wait, wait. Reel it back. Hold on. No water? No, like literally none. Like we, I mean, you got to bring it like it is environmentally damaging how much water you have to bring into this place. Uh, And then we're just going to have like fountains and stuff just (laughs) to like, just to be like total
1: jerks about it.
4: (laughs) 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 I mean, I guess we could do that, but then why am I waltzing on the uh, edge of the river?
3: yeah it's this is pain. why you're not a visionary by you sam
4: that's, <laughs> that's sort of my thing i like to waltz in the mud i like it's me, my
3: whole jam Not like me desert joe because i got plans
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh is, is desert
4: joe gosh. bugsy seagull
3: <laughs> i guess i think so, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 um so yeah so uh anyway this poor woman's watching her her uh, lover died uh, yeah. as, as the boat sinks. Um, and then she curses the soul of the Mississippi queen that pulled her man away because it literally pulled him down under the water. Yeah. And, this
0: uh, one's legit. And there yeah. he is. And she just
3: to
4: this day, like going through it again. Like I really like the idea of her cursing the soul of the Mississippi queen because the boat took him away to gamble and then like just took him away forever. Like mm-hmm. I, I yeah, I like that reading. It's yeah. a good reading. Well no, done. It's
3: good. It's good. And we've never we've never done a song where uh you know, people were like on a boat and everything worked out well. Uh, no, they it's just got nothing to Nothing ever side. goes well. No. 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 So, somebody's always We'd have to drowning do- or dying or something.
0: All right, get ready. Next week, we're, next um, episode, we're going to just do the theme song to Love Boat. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> something has, good has to come out of it. Oh, Rachel, you've never heard that second verse. Ooh, it gets dark. <laughs> I'll never stop hearing the
4: screams in my dreams. <laughs> the love Boat. I don't know. Um, oh, the whole man. thing takes place in Captain Steuben's memory. <laughs> 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 um, oh did we gosh. not do "Rock the Boat" by the Hughes Corporation? Uh, no, uh, no, because I feel like that was a pretty fun little boat trip.
3: I guess so. Right. It's not uh, a, story a story song. song. Not, not at, at all. We all. Um, didn't have a lot
0: to say, except I guess they're gonna rock the boat or not rock the boat, baby. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, but or I think but rock but the boat or don't tip the boat over. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. but isn't that, really but that that's a, but that's about a breakup, right? They're saying don't rock the boat. Ooh. That's I'm what pretty I was sure like. it's just about a boat. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, like the
4: the so- like the story in the song is like he's like you know, don't rock the boat, baby, and she's like, okay,
3: yeah, okay. Oh, all right. I, I guess I won't. I'll sit down. Um, <laughs> like, you know
4: that that's a good idea because he's like, don't rock the boat, don't tip the boat over. Oh no, that you you make you make a good point. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. We don't want to We don't wanna do this. This, this, is, this should be smooth sailing.
3: And this has been our safety video here at the Use Corporation. <laughs> uh, uh, anything else? Did we give enough time to uh, this poor woman literally going insane?
0: Eh, what is she going to do? Yeah, well, <laughs> eh, what are you going to do? She'll get
3: over it. Uh... She's
0: fine. She'll... <laughs> First of all, she's on top of a hill during a lightning storm. Right. That's a terrible idea.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She
0: she doesn't have much time anyway, so it's not going to (laughs) matter.
3: Right. She probably got hit by lightning seconds later. (laughs) Literally seconds later.
4: I'm standing here under the tallest tree I can find. Yeah, yeah. With my metal umbrella.
3: And and by next week she'll be going out with Bayou Brad, so she'll be fine. Yeah. 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 There's always an. My God. There's you know what they say. There's always more fish in the bayou, so she'll find someone else. (laughs) So expand the universe. Well, first of all. She and Brandy
0: must have a support group, right? right? I mean, (laughs) they have life. (laughs) Water has not been a friend to either of them. No. So I hope they're at least pen pals. Yeah. Yeah,
4: You'd think both of them would just like move inland for God's sake.
0: That's true. Yeah. Uh, Find somebody who works on a ranch or something. (laughs) Get away from the coast, ladies. Get away from the coast.
4: You know where you're not going to lose somebody to the sea? On land.
3: Yeah. (laughs) On (laughs) land. Definitely not. On land, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get
0: to the plains,
3: and don't don't even uh, don't even have a pool. Yeah, so stay yeah. away from water altogether. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She Th- I mean, she
4: loses her husband to uh, he's just sort of sitting on a raft. He's like, I can't even see you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say this: if the Story Song Podcast expanded universe had yeah. rules, mm-hmm.
3: rule number one: stay away from water. Basically, stay away from any mode of transportation. Right? <laughs> right? Right. Cuz we've had a lot of car <laughs> right. accidents. Yeah, we've had a lot of train. boats boats singing, a lot of train incidences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz even um, in the Gambler that guy just dies on the train, the titular yeah. Gambler.
4: Uh yeah. So yeah. Speaking of the ex- the expanded universe. Uh-huh. I mean this guy's clearly the Gambler, right?
3: Oh, <sighs> yeah, Oh no, he,
4: wait, the Gambler dies, wait, on the the train. Dies, he dies on, on the train. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, oh maybe he faked his death.
3: Like, Ooh! Oh, what have you got off the boat? Yeah. <gasps> oh
0: yes. What Ooh, if he? Maybe it the never train. Says she found it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you know, the, didn't find the train is
4: him escaping.
0: <gasps> oh
4: Yeah, maybe. That's good. I like this. And I then, like this expanded universe. Yeah.
0: And then she finds him and murders him <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> on the train.
3: Yeah, it works for me. All right,
4: I buy it. Yeah, I've already
0: <laughs> sold. <laughs>
4: I did uh, have one more. Okay. Okay. I think Evangeline mm-hmm. is Pearl from Pearl's a Singer. Oh, for Christ's
0: sake! You think everybody? Because is, well, not, not every
4: song.
3: A <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus, Sprinkle! No.
4: No, I'm saying no.
3: <laughs> Michael, I'm finally standing up for myself, and I'm saying no. <laughs> not every woman in every story song is pearl okay no more it doesn't make sense pearl's like from england or something she's not from maritime or whatever (laughs) pearl's not even i mean pearl's a terrible name yeah pearl's like i mean we know her name it's evangeline it's not pearl come on think about
1: it when she
4: after she killed the guy on the train she escaped and changed her name to pearl and got a job in a the night nightclub
3: we're we're going to cut your mic off,
1: yeah
4: it's a pearl
3: <laughs> Michael, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe you know we' are, we to Brandy and Evangelina together, maybe uh bye, sam and uh and Brandy's love, maybe they know each other, you know, just they just bond over the oh, love yeah. of, of water, you know, maybe they have like a yeah like a you know like a like a uh like an AOL chat room where they all hang out. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe to... this
4: is the guy who gets murdered in the uh, belly of a whale.
3: Yeah. No.
0: Maybe they all, they all just live in Atlantis under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful.
4: Yeah. And there's, there's <clears throat> something about this song that just reminds me of, and I don't think that any of the characters are related, although maybe as Evangeline grows older, um, it reminds me of Ode to Billy Joe. In a weird way. Okay, go Explain. on. Explain. Yeah, I don't know. Just like it seems like kind of old timey and mysterious and like what really kind of happened, sort of thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah, yeah. No so direct maybe connection. Event, just no, in tone. In tone and like, yeah, I don't know. It's. I mean, also presumably sort of mysterious death and
3: yeah, yeah. Presumably, Billy Joe. That's the name, right? Billy Joe. Yeah. Um Jumped into the water. So maybe he also was going to join the mermaids down below. That's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs>
0: They're uh, maybe. all from the movie Splash.
4: Maybe the uh, Mississippi Queen was on its way under the Tallahatchie Bridge. Mm.
0: Oh, and he jumped onto the <laughs> he jumped onto the riverboat.
3: He was like, "Hey, that's put like a fun. hole in it."
0: He <laughs> put a hole in the boat. Yeah, yeah. And then the boat sank. And the boat sank. Billy Joe caused the sinking of the Mississippi
3: River. there we go we've right. done it we've done it folks <laughs> well this is our last episode because we've finally <laughs> we've run out <laughs> we've figured out everything we wanted to figure out uh, alright let's take a quick break And when we come back we'll talk about the history of this song with story behind the story
2: Hungry. Hi, I'm hungry.
4: I'm Dad. Dead. The podcast where nerdy dads talk nerdy fads. We talk life, entertainment, and give advice to those who never asked for it. Like anytime I do anything, my brother calls me a thought. What do I do? Or best college degree for a supervillain. So
2: go smash that like button.
4: Find us wherever podcasts live. Uh, where's that, Jared? A magical place called the
2: internet. Like Spider Man and Elsa's shipping videos.
1: <laughs> Dad, I'm hungry. Wait!
3: All right, we're back. It's time for story behind the story. How did this story come to be, Rachel? Yes. Tell us the story of Evangeline and her yes her tragic tale of of watching a watching a perfectly good boat sink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just the story of a lady. Um, Evangeline uh, was written by Robbie Robertson of the band Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released on the Last Waltz album, which was released April 16th, 1978. Uh, It wasn't released. This version was not released as a single. And uh, two things right off the bat, because we spoke about them, uh, just for our FYI, the Mm -hmm. Maritimes uh, are also called the Maritime Provinces uh, or the Canadian Maritimes. And it's the region of Eastern Canada consisting of New Brunswick, Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island. Oh, Uh, So that's where she's from. And the reason that's significant is that Robbie Robertson is Canadian Mm -hmm. as are two three fifths of the band. Okay, I believe. Um, yeah. So there a lot of their stuff is about Canada, or you know the the north the northeast or you know it's a it's very Americana their stuff. So they almost all their songs have something Canadian in it. Mm. Um, even if it's it's just an A.
4: (laughs) 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 No, it's interesting that you say that because this song. It's almost weird for me to hear that it's like that. It was written by somebody relatively contemporary. Like to me, Mm -hmm. it it always sounded very like almost like traditional.
0: Well, like it it was
4: written in the eighteen hundreds or something.
0: Right. So, um, in a in a uh, an interview that he gave uh, to Classic Albums in nineteen ninety seven, Robbie Robertson said it was a piece of America that was just more musical. I have no idea why, but when I first went there. When I was 16 years old and I first got off the bus in Arkansas, he's talking about the South. It hit me right away. It's It smelled. You could smell the music, the air. You could taste it. You could hear everything right away. I said, I get it. And it, it does sound very, very old, but it is yeah. from 1978. The first time it was ever sung was specifically by the band, and it was debuted on during their Last Waltz um, concert, which, for those of you who don't know, the Last Waltz was the last concert that the band ever gave before they stopped touring together. It was a huge celebration on Thanksgiving Day in 1976. Um, It had a star-studded lineup. I mean, everybody was there, and also Neil Diamond.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boom! What was that?
0: So every... Michael, it was like a bunch of rock people, and then Neil Diamond showed up. Yeah, and every nobody knew why. It was a whole thing. The reason that he showed up was because of the song he sang, "Dry Your Eyes," Robbie Robertson had produced, and the rest of the band and most everybody else who was there was kind of annoyed that Neil Diamond was there because it didn't match their sort of southern rock uh, sensibilities. Yeah. So it was just so. It was so like, um, uh, like out of the left field. That he started singing this song. Great song, yeah, by yes. the way, but it was random. It was super random. But, so let me ask but, you this. Is, yeah.
4: Go ahead. Was the, the concert staged for the film or was the film just uh, like a documentary of the concert?
0: The film was a documentary of the concert. I think they, they worked in concert together. Robbie, uh, it was really Robbie Robertson's baby to have it be an album, uh, to have it be a, uh, a documentary. To bring Scorsese in, by that point there was a little animosity, especially between him and Levon Helm, because of um, uh, songwriting credits and things like that. So, uh, but it was it was mostly Robbie Robertson who wanted to do the actual documentary of it.
3: I mean, we should also say what well, we should also say. I mean, obviously, The Last Waltz is very famous. It is easily one of the best concert films of all time, directed by right. Martin Scorsese, which I think you mentioned. But you know should bears repeating. Uh, yes. you know, this Yes. I can't
4: believe he never made another movie after that. Yeah, it's Unbelievable, weird.
3: Unbelievable, right? She's Louise. One hit wonder this guy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I mean obviously, you know, not some schlub. I mean this was Brian Scorsese, and uh, you know, it's it's very good. So, just just wanted to make that clear. I
0: mean it's it's terrific. I am a huge just to to let everybody know. I'm a huge fan of the band mm-hmm. Which and band? I watched the last yeah. Murder You. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey I think it's a
4: big deal that that's the first time I did that
0: I will it's the second time you did it
4: I, Dan did, did, the first I did one. It, I did it I did
0: oh it, okay did, fine um, the fact
4: that it hasn't happened every five minutes is, <laughs> shows a great deal of restraint on my part
0: <laughs> um, Evangeline this version is actually the second version that was done the first version was during the live concert and um, Emmy Lou Harris was not there they did it, but the um, for a number of reasons, the footage was messed up, and also there was uh, there were issues with the audio. They didn't release it. Um, that part of the actual concert they didn't release. This version was part uh, was done on a, um, a soundstage uh, as part of something called the Last Waltz Suite, and that included a song called The Last Waltz, was which is an instrumental. It's this song, Evangeline, which they added Emmylou Harris. And then also they did a, a soundstage version of their uh, classic song, The Weight, mm. with um, the Staples Singers, which is phenomenal. Mm. Uh, it's amazing. Wow. Uh, yeah. So um, basically what happened was after the concert, um, they, they Scorsese had to like do other projects and Robbie Robertson started to like tinker around with the bigger concept and they decided to add these songs back in to do on a soundstage and then be able to work with these other people
4: so So. in the in the movie like they they make no there's no illusion about the fact that this is on a soundstage this is a studio record like they don't pretend like they're like they don't cut to like shots of the audience and no they're they're not pretending that it's that it's actually part of the live performance
0: not at all it's completely different and actually there's a point where they pull away and you see the sound stage you see the stage in the middle of this big sound stage you see the crew and everybody uh, it's pretty cool. When the album when the album was released, it was released as a three record album. Uh, sides one through five of the album consisted of the songs taken from the concert, and then side six comprised of the Last Waltz Suite, which were all the new m- new numbers uh, that were filmed on the soundstage. Um,
4: Available on three LPs or a half a <laughs> compact disc.
0: That's right. That's that's right. Um, <laughs> they did some overdubs. Nineteen cassette put- tapes. <laughs> They did some overdubs um, uh, at Village Recorders and uh, and S- Shangri La Studios, mm-hmm. but recently bootleg um, uh, versions of all of the footage have come out, um, and you they so you can now see the original versions of Evangeline as well as um, uh, full versions of Chest Fever, King Harvest Have Surely Come, and Georgia on My Mind. Nice. Uh, it's I mean listen. I, I,
3: I mean the band I just, I just love it. The, the band has a lot of bootlegs so that's ba- yeah. not surprising because <clears throat> no. there are yeah. there are albums upon albums of of songs that they wrote and recorded and never released uh, Well
0: because they also were um they were only around as a band for about eight or nine years, mm-hmm. and they became so incredibly influential. Though they were together, f- basically in their same form for about twenty years, because they were working together. And I guess we'll get into it now. They were founded uh, in nineteen sixty eight. Uh, in nineteen sixty eight, but they performed nearly together for nearly ten years prior to that. Um, the band consists of Robbie Robertson, Levon Helm, Rich, uh, Rick Danko. Richard Manuel and Garth Hudson, um, Robbie Robertson and Levon Helm uh, wrote most of their music. Um, Robbie Robertson is also the guitarist; he's phenomenal. He's widely known as one of the best guitarists that's ever lived. Mm-hmm. Levon Helm w- did mostly um, drums. Rick Danko was on uh, was on bass. Richard Manuel was on uh, keyboards, drums, and a bunch of other stuff. And then Garth Hudson was this super, is this super eccentric sort of every, like, every instrument, like, genius. Uh, But he mostly played the organ for them. Um, And the the Elton John
4: song, Levon, was named for Levon Hill.
0: Yes, it was. It was. He's incredible. We could do a whole, like... uh, I mean, they did a documentary on him, but you could do a whole we could do a whole podcast just on leave on helm. Um, Originally, the band were uh, were a backing band known as the Hawks, who performed with rockabilly singer Ronnie, uh, Ronnie Hawkins, who was heard in the last waltz on the amazing song. Who do you love and is still around, by the way? Basically, they one by one came into the Hawks. Robbie Robertson started and then they just kept on adding in. In 64, they left Hawking's and toured briefly as Levon and the Hawks and the Canadian Squires.
3: Mm-hmm. I can see why they settled on the band. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Great yeah. songwriters. Great musicians. Right. Not so good at picking band names. Uh, no. these are pretty lame. Well, <laughs> I gotta, I'm yes. not well, gonna lie to you. I mean,
0: the Hawks were that was the, that was Ronnie Hawkins' band. So I understand the Hawks. that. I
3: understand that. The Canadian they, Squires sounds like there should be four guys in sweaters singing duet.
0: A hundred percent. It does not sound what name. they are. It's I not a great name. They, I didn't. I don't think they did a lot of singles as the Canadian Squires. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you that. Much. Okay. They really didn't hit prominence until they became the backing band uh, for Bob Dylan. In '65, mm. right. uh, and on his U.S. and world tours, '65, '66. Um, following those tours, the band moved into moved to Socrates, New York mm. and made some informal recordings called the Basement Tapes, which yep. are huge. Dan, you were sort of saying they're like a big sort of well, that's they, the they thing, the, for, a first big bootleg thing, yeah, because it
3: was just them messing around. Well, and also, but, I I believe Dylan had been in a motorcycle accident, and so uh, and yeah. like was just hanging out. So basically, they spent like. 6 months just hanging around the house. Right. Uh but as you can imagine when you have like Robbie Robertson and Levon Helm and uh Bob Dylan uh right. they wrote like 50 songs a day and Insane just like recorded them. Of music. And and then and then like at the end of it it was just like eh, like one of these one or two of these is pretty good and we'll put it on an album. But there was like a yeah. million songs that like and, and that later it, got released there were just like demos of them just like messing around and again when you have like three guys like that and the rest of the band who are also very good just like messing around like you're still like oh this is like the best music i've ever heard <laughs> and this is right. like the crap that you threw away
0: and there's and at that point there was a lot there's a lot of music in that that they sort of there's a there's a couple of songs from that time period that there are bob dylan versions of and the band versions of right because they were just playing together yeah, yeah. and a, and a lot of that came um together uh, some of that was the basis for their debut album music from big pink right
3: which was the name of the, because house. the house was
0: pink yep. which was the name of the house yep. um which is a, f- a phenomenal a phenomenal uh record yes um the band i mean again this is, I'm doing a kind of short shrift to the band only because I could talk about them for a very long time. Yeah. Because they're incredible. But they went on to release 10 studio albums over the next eight years and they became one of the classic rock bands of their generation with songs like The Wait, The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down, um, This Wheels on Fire, Up on Cripple Creek, and It Makes No Difference, which is, It Makes No Difference is a heartbreaking song. I love it. Um. And, but they ended their uh final configuration in 76 with the with the last waltz uh performance at Winter Ballroom in San Francisco it became a a happening right because it wasn't just a concert it was also they had a like full Thanksgiving dinner. They had people d- doing ballroom dancing. There was like a, a, a stage set from like La Traviata from the San Francisco Opera. It was a whole thing. And they continued to keep working on some studio projects, but they drifted apart in 77. Like I said, there was a lot of animosity um, uh, between Specifically between Robbie Robertson and Levon Helm, but they did in the 80s, um, start performing again as the band under different iterations, um, without Robertson, without Robbie Robertson, who went on to do his own thing and become a music producer and things like that. Um, they, there are only two, uh, members of the band who are still, uh, still with us, still living, um, after uh, a performance in Florida in 86, uh, Richard Manuel uh, committed suicide at age 42 in his motel room. They went on after that to they did perform at Woodstock 94 and they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that same year. Um, the remaining members were there except for Von Helm, who decided not to go. On uh, December 10th, 1999, um, days after a brief tour, Rick Danko died in his sleep uh, at his home in Marbletown, New York. Uh, due to heart failure, but really due to years of alcoholism and heavy drug use. And Levon Helm uh, continued. He has he had an amazing, amazing comeback. He got throat cancer, could not sing, but he uh, worked his way through and he uh, got his voice back. He put an album out called Dirt Farmer and won a Grammy uh, after he came back from having throat cancer, which is incredible. And he would do these things called the Midnight Ramble up at his um, farm in Woodstock in 2012. uh, He died due to complications from the throat cancer at age 71. So the only people, uh, original members of the band who are still alive are Robbie Robertson, who just put out another documentary called um, once we're brothers uh, and, and Garth Hudson, who is, I'm assuming just making weird organ music uh, now. Um,
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, he's the phantom of the
0: <laughs> opera. <laughs> right, right. So the other person who was in who was uh, who was in this song is uh, somebody named Lou Harris.
4: Hey, wait! Before uh, you do that, can I just ask a band got... question? Mm-hmm. Of course. Wheels on fire is that the theme song from Absolutely Fabulous?
0: You know what? I think it is. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, it's is. obviously yeah. a cover,
4: but it's yeah, it's the same I think song.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: That's because British shows all have weird theme songs
3: it's like it's like yeah the, i don't know why the original uh british office has like that david bowie song but it's like really yeah. slow that like really slow cover and it's like really right. sad and it's like what the <laughs> what are you doing I don't, know, here? I don't know what they're thinking over there with their theme songs but anyway
4: well the original theme song to downton abbey was uh pinball wizard but it was played backwards it was very yes. weird
0: Yes, it was very very strange. And yet it and somehow uh, it
4: worked. Somehow it worked. Totally. I don't know how they you did know, it. You know,
0: it's amazing. But it's just... really really amazing.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just very classy and really compelling.
0: Anyway, oh, and one last thing about the song Evangeline, uh, mm-hmm. this version of it, is they played around with what's, who was playing what instruments. You know, usually, like I said, Levon Helm was the drummer, but he was playing mandolin on this uh, and singing. Uh, Richard Manuel played the drums, so that was a little bit of a, you know, a mix-up to their regular lineup. And then Rick Danko was the other uh, vocalist on it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to Lou Harris. Uh, I'm not going to say too much about Lou Harris, mostly because I'm going to guess we probably are going to do an Lou Harris song at some point. But I will say that uh, she was b- born in 47, and she's an American singer, songwriter, and musician. Uh, she released dozens of albums and singles uh, over the course of her career, and she has won 14 Grammys. She is the Polar amazing. Music Prize, and numerous other honors, including the induction to the Country Music Hall of Fame. And she was presented with a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 2018. She has a, an amazing version of this song uh, on her a- same-named album, Evangeline the backup singers are also okay on the on that album they are dolly parton and linda ronstadt
3: uh they studio musicians
0: they're studio you know studio musicians
3: guys let's not waste time talking about this the backup singers okay let's not there's a lot of studio musicians yeah i had not. I i had not read ahead so i was just like Wow, Rachel's really throwing shade at the backup singers. Like what? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah. She
0: um, yeah. So in uh, so in uh, she, so she released her Evangeline album. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a the album version of the song was the track was a track from the trio sessions with Dolly Parton and Linda Ronstadt. Dolly Parton and Linda Ronstadt's record companies would not allow their vocals to be used on the single, so Harris had to re-record the song. Uh, singing all three parts for the singer release. Oh.
4: Right?
0: Yes. Well, yeah. there was a, a um, whole
4: thing. They, they did famously the Trio album in 1987, but that was after at least a decade of trying, I mean, besides scheduling, but get, to get the record companies to agree to do it.
0: To work together. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's like a powerhouse, but I guess they were under three different record companies. I mean, so they all just wanted to, wanted to fight. So um, so that's all <laughs> I'm going to say about Emmylou Harris because we're, we're going to again probably do an Amy Lou Harris song. Okay. Uh, so I don't want to, you know.
4: Well can I can I jump in on this? some But Emily Michael, Lewis you stuff? can
0: of course jump into Amy Lou Harris <laughs> cuz this is
4: this is my jam. Yeah, the on the Evangeline album in addition to the title track, Linda Ronstadt and Dolly Parton sing backup on an amazing version of Mr. Sandman.
0: Oh yes. Oh yeah, that was um she uh reached top 40 on the Billboard Pop charts with it
4: yeah it's so good yeah. and they the three of them worked together prior to the trio album in nineteen eighty seven and then its sequel in nineteen ninety nine mm-hmm. they called trio two um they that's worked three, together two. what
0: that's three two that's it is thirty two
4: <laughs> <laughs> 32. um they worked together sort of constantly on and off throughout the years. Emily Lou Harris first appeared on Linda Ronstadt's Heart Like a Wheel album she did um, harmony vocals on I Can't Help It If I'm Still in Love With You. I know Linda Ronstadt did, but I think Emmylou Harris also like recorded Dolly Parton songs. Yeah. The three of them worked together on a bunch of other tracks. Emmylou Harris has a Christmas album I think from like 1979 and called Light of the Stable. Yeah. The backing vocals on the title track are Linda Ronstadt, Dolly Parton and Neil Young.
0: It's crazy. Cuz well, why not? Yeah, well ha- um Emily harris also is like has a reputation of um being a real jerk. No, um <laughs> she has a reputation for doing a lot of guest work and collaboration with people um and she's t- contributed to albums by a lot of people including uh like you said Linda Ronstadt, um Guy Clark and Neil Young and amongst many many others and including The Last Waltz with the band.
4: I mean, um, I'd recommend it, in 1975 uh On her Prisoner in Disguise album, Um, Linda Ronstadt recorded a song called The Sweetest Gift, and Emmylou Harris did harmony vocals on that. And I think it's 1977, Dolly Parton had a a variety show, and Linda and Emmylou were guests on it, and they did that song as a trio, and it is beautiful. Um, The The video is on YouTube. It's well worth watching
0: yeah and I will say one more thing about her um collaborations um going back to another um uh, another story song podcast person, she has done um duets with mr. Steve Earle
3: mm. yeah oh yeah,
4: yeah. they were touring together and
3: yeah, they toured together. can I make a very uh ignorant and superficial point of course uh Emily Lou Harris great name great great name, name. and I, so and I, good good name, and I love a person who like they have the perfect name for what they are. Like yeah, she yeah, her name yeah. like should be Emmy Lou Harris. Like it's like 100%. perfect. When you're like you hear her sing, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. That's like that that <laughs> is that's what her name should be. Nailed it. Uh the other thing I would say is, if you had Linda Ronstadt on your bingo card, you can check it off now. Um, <laughs> I'm, so, yep. I'm sorry, we didn't we didn't mention Mike Nesmith in this episode. Maybe next time.
4: Um, <laughs> we did get Pearl though, so we did
3: get we Pearl. Got Pearl, yeah, well, Pearl,
4: yeah, yeah. Pearl, I think is like the center. She's the she's the freebie. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. Yep. But um, one
4: thing, I one other thing I will say about Emmylou Harris is, like, uh, my God, she has one of the most beautiful voices. Yeah. In oh, all it's of incredible. music history.
0: I mean, uh, listen, I like I said, I love the band and the version from the concert is fine. It's also the first time they performed it together. Right. So that's also an issue. But um, the addition of Emmylou Harris's voice mixing with Levon Helm and Rick Danko is just perfection. Yeah. It is. It makes it makes it so much better and elevates it so much. You would never even think that that would that it would go any other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to be it has to be them singing it together. Well, there's there's um, definitely really something incredible. to be
4: said. And Emmylou Harris is a really good example of this. Linda runs too. But like there's you know, there there are people obviously who have amazing solo voices and they do. But like it takes a special skill to be a really good harmony singer because right. um, that elevates a song so much where like. You hear Emmy Lou Harris singing in this. It's her distinct vocals, but like to be able to sing side by side with somebody else just changes the song.
3: All right. Yep. I'm going to call it here because cool. we can obviously go on uh, for many hours yeah. about this. Yeah. And but, like uh, I said, we got
0: to keep it. Yeah. It's not, this is not going to be our last song by the band or our last song by Emmy Lou Harris. Yeah.
3: We'll be back. Absolutely. So
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's call this part one.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the lesson. We learned from this song with a little segment that we like to call. Let me check here. Oh, lessons learned.
0: There's only one thing missing from the story song podcast pictures. You can fix that by following us on Instagram at story song podcast. You'll find album covers of the songs we've done behind the scenes, photos, new episode announcements, and more get the full experience. Follow story song podcast on Instagram.
3: All right, welcome back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Michael, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn from this song?
4: I learned if you're married to or dating a riverboat gambler, Mm -hmm. and he tells you when he's going to come back, check the weather forecast, Mm -hmm. because (laughs) if there's going to be a storm that night, just tell him to meet you at home. Like, don't go out and wait for him, because if you wait by the side of the river, you're probably going to see some stuff that you don't want to see.
3: Okay. you got to protect yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
4: You you can't unsee that boat sinking.
3: Also, like, if there's going to be a storm, tell him, take all your chips, put it in a bag, and then throw (laughs) it towards the shore. Towards the shore. So at the very least, I can get, I can try to grab some of that money. I mean, look, I don't want you to die, but, you know, why should you be dead and me poor? Right? Like, right? like, maybe yeah. we can get half of this done. So, why should both of us suffer? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to use it, right? <laughs> uh, uh, um, Rachel, what did you learn? Yeah. From this
0: song? Well, uh, what I learned is that if you're going to waltz on the banks of the mighty Mississippi, mm-hmm. um, invest in some good galoshes because yeah. it's going to get <laughs> real muddy yeah, yeah, and messy. Yeah. And uh, you're going to want to wear nice shoes, but I can tell you, don't, you can't wear heels. You're going to sink right into those banks of the Mississippi. Yeah. So just invest in some good quality, like
3: hunter galoshes. Yeah. I was trying to think, I guess it really isn't a good dance you could do on a muddy riverbank, right? I mean, pretty much anything you're going to sink into the, into the mud, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like you
3: definitely don't um, want to do like a. St- the robot? Oh, you could do the robot. <laughs> you can yeah, do yeah. Robot. You can do the robot. I was going to say, you definitely don't want to do like stomp. Right? Because you're, no, you're, you're gonna you're gonna sink right in. in. Yeah, yeah, So I was just yeah. trying to think. Yeah, but maybe like if you just don't move your feet, you could do like the you could do like no, you, a, do the, you could do a moonwalk. Yeah. You know, you're gonna keep Roboto. But, Ironically, yeah,
4: yeah. you can't do river dance.
3: That's true.
0: No. Oh my gosh, true. That's So true. true.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean that d- that upsetting. dance that dance started with people trying to get the mud off their feet. They would just kind of <laughs> knock <laughs> their feet sense. back and forth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then it turned into a dance, but originally it was just yeah. people wiping the, their feet off uh, <laughs> <laughs> off their feet. <laughs> um,
0: ew, yuck, and it went with a little thing that went like, ew, gross, get uh, it off me. Uh, <laughs> ugh, gross, gross. I hate,
3: living by, I hate living by this river. There's so much mud. I'm going to call this a river dance because the river sucks.
4: Hey, I got an idea. How about we do like a uh, solid floor dance?
3: <laughs> uh, here's what I would say. If you live by a river, don't call that river mighty. Call it, like, the puny, (laughs) stupid Mississippi. Uh, Because if you call it the mighty Mississippi, it's going to start getting ideas. You know what I'm saying? Too big for its britches. Yeah. And that goes back to the thing that I always say, and you guys know I say this all the time, always nag a river. Right. Yep. Always yes. make a river. Do not. Sure. Do not. Do not give it any praise, and they'll start getting ideas, and then it's going to start sinking yep. boats.
0: And then when you're like, and then when you're like, well, what do you think you're? What do you think you're doing? It'll be like, I'm the mighty Mississippi. Right. Um, you should have expected it from
3: me, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm mighty. Like you guys always tell me. So if I sink a couple that's, of boats, whatever. Um, uh, that's
0: like my thing.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um oh, yeah. Hello. And also, like, and look, I don't mean to stereotype, but everybody knows. That rivers are jerks, okay? St- yeah, streams yeah. are nice, and rivers are jerks. So do not be don't do not praise a river, or it's definitely going to sink a boat, uh, with your gambling lover on it. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> lover of gambling,
3: lo- lover of gambling, and gambling lover, and also Donald Glover. Okay, um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this for the Story of Song Podcast. Follow us on the social medias like Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, and also leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you can. Thank you guys again for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Bye. 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 Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com.
4: Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast.
0: And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening.
3: I feel like just feel like yeah. this goes back to our holler conversation from uh, yeah, a little while back where it's like I, all these things have names and I don't I don't quite know <laughs> what they mean. I feel like you got to be born into it. You, you got to feel it in yeah. your bones. You just got to be able to look at it because ah it's a bayou. That's a bog.
4: <laughs> is that is that marshland? That's a swamp. No, it's clearly yeah, a bayou. Exactly.
3: That's yeah. a, that's a marsh. Like they're all different, yet somehow us elite northerners, we cannot see the difference. Yeah. For all, all you know, is just it's stinky water.
2: Forge audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.